This is the Kawabui Show. Kawabui is an author, international speaker, and entrepreneur. He started his first business selling music CDs in high school at the age of 16. He then went on and built several businesses. He is the founder of River Design, a marketing company that helps businesses get more exposure online and offline. He has appeared on TV, radio, newspaper, and magazines from around the world. He has written and published several books and created various products. Kawabui is also an international speaker, corporate trainer, and speaks on topics of business, entrepreneurship, motivation, health, marketing, and online business. You could check out his blog site at www.kowa-bui.com. And now, your host, Mr. Kowabui. Mr. Kowabui. G'day guys, my name is Kowabui, welcome to the Kowabui Show. And today I've got a fantastic guest. His name is Sasha Karabat. Yeah. And um, just a quick introduction on Sasha. He is the founder of Push Peak, and it's a personal development company. It's designed to help people achieve their true potential. He's done business in America, and he's also currently working with Jordan Belford. That's correct. Man. He's also bringing him to Australia as well, man. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And um, he's also created a program called Push Peak Mentoring, which is all about uncovering your hidden potential. Yeah. So welcome to the show, man. Thanks, bro. Pleasure. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So um, so yeah, we'll just skip. Get started with a bit of background questions and then get into the other questions as well for those things and stuff. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so um, just a bit of background. I think you're working in like a construction type of job and then um, you went into debt or something like that. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about that? Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah so pretty much I, I um, was a teenage kind of boy and I had these dreams and ambitions of like a, a great life that I had for myself and I kind of just had this like inner knowingness, um, a sense of like narcissism almost, where I just, I felt I was a bit above everyone else and I kind of knew in my in my heart that like I was meant for a great life and things would just work their work themselves out kind of and, and I wouldn't need to, at that time I just had this assumption like, you know, I wouldn't need to work too hard and I just had this like knowingness that it was just around the corner, mm. it was coming for me, you know, and, and it, I did, it was expected, you know, mm. and I didn't need to put any work in. So naturally, I didn't, I didn't do any work, I didn't do any extra effort, I didn't put in any extra work on, on the projects or the, the jobs I had at the time. Mm. I'm currently working in a, um, in a construction job in, in yeah. Brisbane, actually. Okay. That's where, I, that's where I started. And yeah, so with that kind of mindset, I, you know, worked my way into my early 20s and nothing was really happening, no... Greatness was coming into my life, <laughs> yeah. as you can as you can appreciate. <laughs> just like just construction, yeah. What are you just like the <laughs> minimal amount of hours each day. I was like, I was out of there as quick as I could, no extra effort. But I was like, no, it's still going to happen, right? Yeah. And yeah, as I said, got to my early twenties, and still nothing, nothing had changed. And like, I guess, I guess I started to get a little bit alarmed, and I was like, all right, well, nothing's really changing, nothing's really happening, and I really need to to make this happen. Yeah. Right? And so as a means, I guess, and a vehicle to, to, to create that life that I dreamt and I, I knew that I deserved, yeah. I, um, I started taking out loans. And I was like, all right, well, I need to get it now. Get some money. Right? Yeah. I need to get some money because yeah, yeah. the status, power, I can buy some nice things, yeah. live a great life. Perfect. You were single at the time as well? Single at the yeah. time, single as hell, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and so bought a nice car first is where, is where it started. As it goes, you yeah. know, most young guys starts with a nice car. Yeah. And How old are you at the time? I was, at that point, I would have been around about 21 or 22. 22. Okay, cool. yeah. yeah, so going through that stage, a lot of my friends are buying nice cars and feeling the pressures of everyone. I'm like, All right, I need to you know, level up a little bit. So bought a nice car, 
and that's kind of where it started. Took a loan out for that, like, like around about forty thousand dollars, yeah. and that was great, amazing. Loved the car, everything that it brought with it, the girls, everything else. Yeah. And my friends and I, we also uh, all rented like a massive mansion on the water, like six bedrooms, oh, huge wow. big media room, and yeah. incredible like parties every weekend. It was like nice rock star, rock star <laughs> lifestyle. At like you well, know, when that, it to, was it just Instagram or something? And well, you to do all that stuff Instagram or? wasn't that it much wasn't, of an influence yeah. at that time. Like, okay. I believe um, I was on it, but it wasn't. Um, I, I just wanted, you know, yeah. that that really great life that I yeah. think I deserved. And I remember like walking into this mansion, like in full sense of the word, yeah. when we went and rented, it was like $1,400 a week and mm. us combined, you know, we were making not very much money. We're like, yeah, yeah we need this. We cool. need this. We need to be, you know, doing these big things like all of us boys who we agreed, you yeah. know, this is, this is the right step. Yeah. And yeah, so that all, all obviously all our expenses okay. escalated massively yeah. and you know, construction, I was doing an apprenticeship, working my way into like a, a kind of a site manager kind of role. So mm-hmm. money was okay, but certainly not extraordinary, very, yeah. very average, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so after about a year of that with the car, I kind of was like, I, I can't really make sense of these repayments now. So I was like, all right, well, what I'll do is I'll, I'll refinance the loan with an additional loan. Okay. And, and that will allow me to get a bit of a more competitive interest rate, lower the, the, the weekly repayment, yeah. and free up a little bit of my cash. And I'm yeah. like, this will, this, will, this will work well. Okay. So, got another $40,000 out with, with, with the intention to pay out that existing, mm. and of course, yeah, everything went through with the bank fine, and then all the construction work just like dried up in oh, Brisbane. Damn. So now I was like, no income, <laughs> okay. right? No savings, of course, yeah, because like, yeah. I spend my money like Shit. a freak on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by that time, there was like a, like a budding kind of drug addiction from partying every yeah, weekend. Yeah. And then now, now I've got no work. Mm. And so, so luckily, yeah, I've just got this, yeah. this, this $40,000 that I've just taken out from the bank yeah. that I had in mind that would be used to pay out the other loan that I had. Mm-hmm. So I just was in the position where I've just had acquired an additional income, mm-hmm. right? And I literally started using that to live okay. um, for an additional, like, like the most stupid decision I look back on now and I'm like, how could you just yeah, yeah. use borrowed money knowing that it's going to run out mm-hmm. for that period of time? It's funny how we do things like that when we're desperate, hey? Like we just take our loans, just try and patch up That's you know, it. problems and stuff. That's it. Day, so. Yeah. And I remember like thinking, cause <clears> like the way that I had built, built things around, obviously the nice house, nice car it's this massive like image that i'm creating and i need to you know keep yeah. that expectation there people are looking at me like you know oh man you've got your yeah. shit together oh, sorry i don't have to talk someone's way and naturally i'm like all right i need, I need to keep this together yeah so the money the loans everything is trying to like just as you said patchwork things yeah. together yeah, yeah and kind of got to the point where i just I just couldn't manage it, you know. Now I'm like draining this other forty thousand down, yeah, yeah. and got to the end of it. I'm like, well, I don't have, um, I don't have a job still, yeah, or no income. income. Yeah. And like things just really started to get really serious. And one of the one, it kind of went into that whole the whole, whole drug world after that. Like, mm. obviously, I was using it all the time. And one of my friends, he said, look, like you know, you can do this and this and you can make some money and I was yeah. like oh yeah perfect like mm-hmm. I need some money I'm getting really desperate now you know my yeah. repayments like a thousand dollars a week yeah. don't have any money coming in and it just was getting desperate and 
um, tried to go down that path and make some money in your questionable kind of um, <laughs> questionable kind of avenues and yeah. failed terribly and just kind of fueled my addiction more. Yeah. And yeah, to the point where things really just started to deteriorate. I was like, you know, using drugs every day mm-hmm. and owing the banks money, tons of money by that stage and credit cards and then people, my friends, people around me, uh, just tens of thousands of dollars. And I remember like just being in that position and I was just thinking like, just looking around, <laughs> oh, man, how did I get here? You know, how did I get myself to a place where, like, I'm yeah. screwed? You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to refinance my loans. I'm trying yeah. to do this, and the bank's like, all right, well, we we can do this and this, and we're gonna spread your loans over an additional whatever it was, twelve years, mm-hmm. and I was gonna be like thirty six or thirty seven before I would look at paying that debt off. Oh. You know, and I'm like twenty two, twenty three, yeah, and I'm like. Yeah. I've just screwed myself so bad. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt like, literally like, I was just like, what have you done? Like, yeah, in the space yeah, of like two years of like partying, two, three years of partying, yeah, and yeah. acting cool for my friends. Because mm-hmm. we chill just thinking about it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I just like fucked myself, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And it like just smashed me so hard and I was like, God, just contemplating all these like dark thoughts and thinking about, you know, how can I get out of this? Yeah. Um, and, I kind of went to court as well because of all the you know drug associated things and that coupled with um, the the girl that I was dating at the time she actually just pretty much packed up the whole house and then just left mm-hmm. and and everything everything around me like the relationship like as I said she left me like family pretty much was really kind of rocky and I I felt so embarrassed to yeah, yeah. tell them you know look I'm I'm a drug addict and I need mm-hmm. some help um, like ev- everything in the family was pretty. Um, tumultuous as well so yeah, yeah. it was a hard time and then I was just like I felt very ashamed of everything I was doing so I didn't want to bring it in or speak to anyone around me as well so everything just really compounded into this into this situation where I was at the bottom of this hole and I was just like this is either going to like completely destroy me or yeah, yeah. and I remember kind of coming home as I said to, <clears throat> to our apartment um, and just everything was empty the yeah. whole, everything was gone and I remember just having this kind of overwhelming realization and it kind of almost brought me back to those younger years where I was that narcissistic kind of guy who had those expectations of that grandiose life and expecting things to happen and not working too hard and it was as if if like all the decisions that I made up to that point were just like clear to me and I'm like you've just been just like the back seat you've been in the back seat you've been letting other people decide for you, all right, Sasha, you, you know, you're going to start doing this now, all right, you need to act on this, and, mm. you know, I'm going to pay you this amount per week, and this is what you're going to be given, yep. and it was just like, I, I had no control of anything, so, as a result of that massive, you know, catalyst and, and pressure, and, you know, everything falling apart, I just took it upon myself, and had this, like, huge realisation, where I was like, like, today, like, this moment right fucking here, yeah, yeah. everything is gonna be controlled by me. And I literally just like, went freakishly to work on like my finances and my addictions and my relationships, mending things everywhere I could like, yeah. like an f- animal, like it was like insane. Like it's yeah, yeah. so pumped. Um, and you know, it started this this automotive repair business, which is a, the main kind of income stream that was able to- This, uh, this was your business <clears> that you started? <throat> okay, yeah. And that was able to, you know, allow me to repay 
all of my debt in 18 months mm. and you know oh, you started a business to pay off your debt that's man. it yeah that's intense and so it was, it was that that coupled with like failing and failing and failing and failing and then I was like alright I want to do something different I want to start a business and then even in my mind I was like but you know everything you've done has been a failure but now you want to do something new and put yourself in more debt and probably risk it all again yeah scary you know, I'm like, yeah. but then I'm like looking at the the other um, option that I have of sitting there and being safe and playing safe for 12 years mm. of repayments and just being up to my neck in debt and I, yeah, I, I, was, yeah. I can't do it okay so yeah took that on and within yeah 18 months I paid paid everything back mm. and it was it was a really really surreal kind of experience because it was, a, it was a conversation I had with my brother recently that kind of made me so aware of it we were talking at a, at a a friend's birthday and we sat down similar to like this yeah, and, yeah. and he said yeah, I said, we've had a few drinks and he's like oh man I really want to he's my older brother and you know I always look up to him and we have different lives but I always like respect him a lot and he said he's like I need, I need to tell you something and I'm like, I'm like yeah I'm like, what is it tell yeah and he's like remember, remember when you were you know down in that low point in your life and when things were falling apart around you remember when everything was fucked yeah yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah <laughs> hundred percent remember it. Like yeah. I, I guess I replay that every day, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was literally I was like, Yeah, I certainly do and he said he said, Man, like I, I um he's kinda of like he's like, I'm sorry like to say, but he's like I honestly had written you off. He's like I never thought you would come back from that and I was just like, Holy shit yeah. And I'm like I was like hearing that from my brother and like listening to him and seeing that he even himself uh, had looked at me and been like, well, like he's gone, mm. you know? And I'll, even for me, I was like sitting there, I'm like, holy shit, like it's insane. And, and then he said, but to, to see what you're doing now, you know, like a little boy grew up in a, a town of 3000 people, went through this massive drug addiction, lost pretty much everything. Mm. And now to see what you're doing, you know, the properties that you own, the businesses you own, mm. And the people you're doing business with now, he's just like, oh, I couldn't be any more proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just like, yeah, hearing that from him, like obviously being a close brother and yeah. competitive and stuff like that, but hearing him say like, you know, how much he had lost all belief in me for one was just like That's shattering, you know? But then at the same time, he's like, it was the ultimate compliment and it brought me so close to him as well, like hearing that yeah. uh, as well. So it's yeah insane experience man this past past year five years has been yeah unbelievable yeah oh man yeah appreciate you um sharing that man it's mm. like very um heartfelt yeah oh, it <laughs> oh is, yeah. man um okay so um I'm, I'm just curious like what was that what was that moment where you had that moment of clarity mm. and, and you decided no, that's it like i'm curious what happened to that moment but did you like was there something that triggered you to, mm. to, to turn it around or something? Was it just looking at all the bills that you had to pay or was it a quote or was it some mm. sort of music or what was it that, that just one day you just woke up and said, that's it? Like, what was it? Mm, that's a really good question. And I honestly think that it was, it was just having no other option. Like it, so you're pushing against the wall, right? Everything was exhausted and, and yeah. I often will do that to myself now in a positive sense, like I'll, I'll put myself into a position where I have no choice but to follow through on what I've said. Mm. You know, so for me, it was like by my terrible decisions I made, compounded, put myself like it, I had no option. I was literally like, all right, well, I'm either gonna 
be homeless almost essentially mm. and be broke for the next 10 to 15 years yeah. or I double down and, and just give one last hope one last like my everything to this mm. to this vehicle that I that I decided to do and mm. for me I, I guess I guess I'm not sure if it was if it was how that decision was made but I think I think it was almost like a primal like, like fuck this like yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm, I'm not I can't be the victim of my entire life you know I can't have and being in construction as well you see people all around you and you see their kind of futures and that was my future essentially so I was seeing like site managers which was a role I was potentially going to work towards yeah. I'm seeing them they're like 35 40 years old and they're complaining about money mm. they're hating themselves they're hating their family they never see their kids yep. and they don't get paid bro. and I was just like I'm like that that's not the option you know and i'm not only am i going to be in that position but i'm going to be in that position with this massive debt as well so yeah, I was like, yeah. there needs to be another way okay. and and it, yeah it was a means of just giving myself no other option really like just exhausting everything to the point where i was like, like fuck it that's yeah, it yeah that's it yeah mm. so that pain was just enough for you to just to pull yourself out right that's just it. do whatever it takes so what what exactly did you do did you just like start looking at things and just looking at okay this is what I got to pay off you know yeah. I got to get a job now mm. I got to get some income is that what it, it was exactly yeah. it was exactly it was just like action on everything because yeah. you know so you took massive action right massive like yeah. on everything it was just like alright well I need to I didn't have an income like I need like in, in the immediate right now something yeah. to begin making payments right okay and I was like I just started applying for like hundreds of jobs okay you know anything and everything within obviously the construction space but like anything yeah. above and beyond what I had done you know these roles of new projects of managing a, a side of you know 15 million dollars 25 yeah. and then I was like I'm going to try and do it like yeah, you know yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm doing it I'm doing it I'm doing it and then yeah. I just went out just applying applying went to interviews like just did everything in my yeah. power and then like you know landed one position here one there and then I was like well okay this is still just getting me by yeah, yeah. and then I kind of heard about this opportunity you know in this um, automotive um, repair space that I work in and, and then it's like completely foreign to me completely out of my out of my comfort space entirely you know construction background for five six seven years yeah, yeah. and then it's like well let's let's try something else you yeah, know this, yeah. this is the potential to flip things around like yeah, that okay so um maybe because I can like your story is actually can, can be is very similar to what other people have gone through as mm -hmm. well like they're, they're stuck in drugs they're drinking every weekend or every night right yeah and um so just quickly what what advice would you give to these people in order to pull themselves out like mm. you did like just from the drugs out. and the yeah. partying yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like turn it all around you know people mm. in debt and stuff like that how did you what, what advice would you give to these people who've mm. gone through the same thing that's a that's a really good question and it's something that um only only people who have been through it will understand the kind of the weight of that situation because when you do have a drug addiction and when you do have nothing but you getting high on your mind, mm. it's incredibly consuming. Like all you think about is that. Yeah. It takes that much of a precedent in your mind that it's yeah. just like, that's all you want. Yeah, yeah. So it's very difficult to, unless someone's experienced it themselves, mm. it, it's, it's quite difficult to be able to actually relate to efficiently. But in terms of getting out of it, it's, it's it's hard to get out of it. It is to pull yourself um, out of that ugly situation, you know, and turn it around. Yeah. How did you, you know? For me, it was uh, the biggest thing was making like uh, 
similar to what um, Tom Bill, you like one of my role models as well. He's yeah. like a bright line. It's just like, and I had done it so many times in the past, and I said, "This is the day. Like, this is the day where I'm stopping." Mm. But it was as if, like, when I said it, and and it was, it's funny. <laughs> what happened was like my ex girlfriend. She actually came back to the house and she picked up a couple of last things. Yeah. I remember I was I was in the house and I was actually like intoxicated and she came back and then she was looking at me and, and I, I just had this just fire come into me and I was just like, I'm gonna be successful as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it was literally, I just went bam and it yeah. just smashed me like nothing else I felt. And it was as if something just went boom yeah. and changed me. And when I said that to her, she just, laughed at me obviously because I'm high yeah, yeah. and she's got no reason to believe me mm. but like in that moment it was as if just like this just went shift mm. and I was like I'm, a, I'm actually a man of my fucking word and yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna follow what I say from this day onwards and it was like this shift and, and, and I guess creating that in people you know this is this is why we'll get into the like, more yeah, routine yeah. things later on but that's kind of why I do a lot of things on, on a daily basis that kind of test me and challenge me and, and keep me in check because mm. I feel like left out of check people and, and me even included will just slip back into that comfort and that ease and that you know who knows life of you know potential yeah. whatever, whatever I was doing in the past you mm-hmm. know so okay. yeah so, yeah okay sounds like um, I'm not <laughs> sure whether that can be replicated like to burn your bridges and stuff mm. but it sounds like you've got to be you got to go to that point where you push it against the wall, and then that's it. One day, I'm, I'm gonna. It is, change, but I think so. in the in the in the immediate for someone like if you're in that position, like the biggest thing was for me, I had it all. Everyone around me was doing it. Yeah. It was it was commonplace. It was everywhere, everywhere. You know, friends would come over, and we yeah. just end up doing it. Yeah. So like, as hard as it is to say, you know, it is it is one of those things that you your friends and your your circle you associate with becomes you. Yeah. And distancing yourself from people who are bringing that into your life and making it common yeah it, I, I believe it's probably a quick way to pull yourself out if you do have the if you're not pressured enough through that you know mm-hmm. tall poppy kind of um, yeah, yeah. syndrome of your friends being like what's wrong with you man like just do something yeah it's very common yeah, <laughs> Which, yeah. yeah. so it, doing that right now is probably something you know just reaching out to people you know that's kind of why I'm doing the things yeah. that I'm doing so I can be someone that yeah. People can reach out to me like, look, man, I've seen what you've done. Like, help yeah. me. Mm. Were we reading any books at the time or anything? Or were you, no, we're, no, I wasn't, you I wasn't were just doing purely through your mind. Yeah. Right? Oh my god. Yeah. Wow, crazy. Mm. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, you just briefly mentioned before about the um, morning routine. Mm. Yes. And, uh, yeah, man. I, I saw um, you know your Instagram stories, and man, you're waking up at three o'clock every yeah. morning. Just like it's still night time. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm up at like. You know, five thirty. This guy's already up at three. Yeah? I don't know how you do it. Honestly, I've been trying. I bought the um the book uh, five a.m. before five a.m. Oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just um I'm just curious. How did you how do you get so motivated? And what's your routine and waking up? Mm. You know, three o'clock in the morning. Because I know you've got a program out there. Yes. Yeah. So can you tell us like how did you how did you like what's your routine in terms of, of waking up at three o'clock in the morning and what's your mindset behind it? Mm-hmm. That's really, that's really good. Yeah. I think a big part of it is waking up well, I think waking up at that time and for me I'll re- reverse it a little bit so I, I, th- I believe that during the day the morning time is probably the time in, in like throughout the entire day where you your confidence and your self esteem is probably at its lowest right mm-hmm. you haven't really achieved very much you haven't completed any tasks 
you know, you're kind of just waking up and you're like, all right, well, I've got a lot to do today. You've got a lot of things ahead of you. So especially like being, you know, business people, entrepreneurs, there's, there's, a, there's a whole day ahead of you. You've probably got things stacked up. Everything's like lined up, but you get to complete anything. So like I always, I always think that if you can get a head start on, whether if you frame it as your competitors mm. or if you're literally just waking up, um, and, and I do it like because- Is, it, is that what drives you, competition? I, I believe so, yeah. a part of it is, part of it is competition, which mm. is a, like an egotistical kind of element to it, but um, there's also just a part of me doing it because it's, it's, it's hard. Mm. I do it because like, every bit of my body just wants to stay in bed. Yeah, yeah. You want to just be like, no, I'm not ready yet. I need yeah. more sleep. I'll check my aura ring yeah, yeah. and it tells me I need more sleep. And I'm like, am I going to listen to this device? Like, yeah, yeah. who's controlling this? I'm controlling it. Mm. And so it's just like, you know, when you wake up and my fiance is next to me and she's sleeping and it's warm and snug yeah, yeah. and every bit of you- It's so is, hard to yeah, let bed, man. <laughs> it is. And you're like, just roll over, man. Like, no yeah. one, and the thing is, no one's going to know. Yeah. No one will know. It's true, yeah. But the the greatest part of it is you, you get up, you know, I do my meditation. So then you do your meditation, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do my meditation for like an hour, like minimum. An hour? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, and it's interesting because I, at the moment I'm sleeping less, like, like for about five hours. Okay. And I, I believe right now during the meditation, it's, if you can get into the right state of your meditation, uh, it it's a replica, it's, it's similar um, you're in like that theta brainwave state, which yeah. is where, you know, all the DNA repair, the cell repair, all those kind of like the high levels of growth hormone are released in your body. Yeah, okay. So you're, what you're doing is you're intentionally through that meditative state, mm. replicating, you know, that theta brainwave state achieved through sleep. Yeah, yeah. But you're controlling it, you know mm. what I mean? And, and so by doing that, the meditation, obviously, I believe it's, it's a much more positive effect than just sleeping like in a unconscious kind of sleep mm. I'm consciously sitting there and I'm setting my intention for the day I'm priming okay. my mind okay. I'm giving my body that the extra sleep and healing I guess that it needs mm. as well as just maintaining that discipline you know whether it's sitting there without moving for an hour yeah. you know that's even that in itself mm. we're, we're constantly just, like active and distracted all the time yeah, yeah. to control your impulses for an hour is like a task in itself so know? it's just pure just um Meditation. There's no apps or anything. That, no, no guided meditation. Just, it is guided meditation. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a, a real advocate of uh, Joe Dispenza's med- meditation. Yeah, yeah. He's I use Headspace at the moment, but yeah, not, um, Joe, Joe's one. So no, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely I'll look, I'll look yeah, at yeah. send some after. Um, yeah, cool. He's incredible, but um, yeah, Headspace is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you've probably experienced it as well. You know, when you, it's quite easy to sit for like ten minutes and then your mind just wanders. Your back starts hurting, yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh. It's <laughs> but then it, the greatest part of it is like if you can just begin to train your mind again and again mm. and again like it's like I'm in control and that back pain is not real mm. it's like a habit that you know me sitting here upright like this every morning it's like oh well your back started to hurt now time to, time to get up yeah. time to get a coffee time to get you know let's get it moving and it's yeah. just like a routine mm. so yeah for me that's meditation is, is a massive massive part of my morning yeah, yeah awesome mm. okay all right, so, um, and obviously, like, when did you start, like, your meditation Like mm. It seems like this has really impacted your life, like, your morning routine and stuff. How long have you been doing this for? So, this um, this has been now 
three, four years three, now. Three, four years. Three, four okay. years, three and a half years, I would yeah. say. Okay. Again, similar, like, you know, you said, like, I used to just sit on my bed for, like, five minutes and yeah. then just try and meditate and my mind would be just, like, yeah. gone wild everywhere. So it's like a monkey mind, isn't it? It it's is. monkey jumping around, but you can't control it, but just have no. to just guide it back to the, to the seat. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. It is. It is. And I think the thing that really changes, changes that whole meditation game is when you do have an experience that is indescribable. You know, if you have something like 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 a, a transcendental out of body experience where you are able to achieve that through meditation, you realise that there's it's much more than me just trying to sit here and quieten the monkey mind. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it becomes obviously a massive discipline. Mm. But it's actually like it's you're actually like exploring. Like yeah. it's literally like Let's see where I can take this this morning. Yeah. You know, so that's... Wow, wow man. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm. Amazing. All right. So the next part is um, personal branding. Mm. So I, um, I noticed that your Instagram profile, you're at about 50,000 followers. Mm. And it's not just... I know it's not paid or anything because everyone's actually proper commenting mm. and, and they're liking all your posts and stuff. Sure. So for other people who are listening or, or watching, like how, what advice would you give them in terms of building their, their following? Mm. And I think you, you did it in a short period of time as well. Yeah, it has been. I've just, I've just really, really been active and, and driving. I recognize really, when was it at the start of this year, I believe, I kind of, well, at the end of last year, I kind of picked back up because I, I deleted my Instagram completely. I had a, mm. a pretty large following around about four years ago. And due to you know the, the mindset and the state that I was in, causing some issues with my relationship, I deleted it. Mm. And I was like, all right, I don't, I don't need this right now. It's, it's causing issues. So deleted it and, you know, really started rebuilding it as of, you know, at the end of end of last year, I believe sometime. Yeah. And I guess the changes in that whole platform became really evident to me. You know, in the past, I would make a post and I would just get tons of like followers and reaction and comments and interaction engagement. Yeah. But the way it is now, it's very much structured as a business mm. you know people people are coming on there they're monetizing their accounts they're monetizing their followings and mm. it's it's much harder to grow a following so because mm. a lot of competition is pretty saturated at the moment it is it? that's yeah. right that's right but you know seeing at the same time how like so instagram's gone from like 1 billion users oh not instagram sorry social media's gone from like 1 billion users to like now i think it's like three something billion users yeah in the space right. of like four years or something so it's exponentially exploded and, mm. and seeing that growth it's like well this is not going away yeah you know so to develop a strong presence on there mm. and i guess first of all kind of establishing what you're trying to achieve through your account you know mm. it's like what, what am i trying to achieve or what are you trying to achieve like set that up and it's like all right well all my messaging and all my branding needs to be developed developed around that so okay. Or your posts are all congruent with like whether you are the self-development guy or you are the podcast extraordinaire, mm. and everything fits with that. So that you know the people visiting your account, they're like, all right, this guy knows his, he knows his shit. His content's epic. He's posting three times a week consistently. Mm -hmm. Things are amazing value, um, active in the story all the time. They're getting some quality from the story all the time, yeah. and then just engaging with with other people as well. Mm -hmm. And I guess you know seeing that and just being actually genuine you know yeah, not yeah. going out there with scripted messages and trying to yeah that <laughs> kind of stuff, it doesn't it doesn't work i don't right? think it works like, <laughs> yeah. i really don't i think yeah, if, you're very genuine aren't you yeah like, i try yeah. i try and really just say whatever you want to say that's yeah. it yeah. i try and um not paint any false imagery or false pictures of myself or any mm. yeah weird shit it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, me yeah. Like, i like if i'm viewing someone's story, i'll be like man this is amazing Bomb. Yeah, that's good i love it i'm not like oh well, 
I'm gonna try and copy that idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll just give out if, yeah. if I see something great, I'll, I'll just you know recognize it immediately. And I'm, I'm like that with people across the board. If, if people are in, in my day to day life, I'm like, I love your shoes. I love what yeah. you're wearing. Nice suit, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's something that I, I, was, I had a, a story. When was it? A couple of weeks ago now. Yeah. What happened was I went to went to the supplement store to grab a couple of things and. Walked in there and I'd just been like just going to train and I, yeah. I felt like you know a bit jacked and staunch and I was kind of holding on to that ego bodybuilder kind of you oh, know yeah. um, a stigma that I had and, and I was like walking in there there's two guys and they're really helpful really nice and I was just yeah. like I said oh yeah what's up guys like yeah. really like kind of ego to school. <laughs> and then I went into the gym next door and I'm, I'm like sitting there and I'm like messaging and replying to all the people interacting on my page and I'm like yeah thanks bro thanks so much and yeah. I was sitting there I'm like. Doing. Yeah. I'm like you're messaging people here in America and Perth and here and there, yeah, yeah. and you're being nice and courteous and like kind to mm. these people, but you just went and interacted with two people across the road, yeah. and you were a fucking dick to them. Yeah, yeah. And I packed up my shit and went straight back across the road, and I'm like, look, boys. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are absolute legends. You know your shit so well. Mm. You're doing such a good job in the store. You provided me so much quality information. Yeah. I'd love to have you at my event. You know, please check it out. Here's some information. Here's a discount code. Come along. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, I just caught myself like that, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. It's so easy to sit on your phone That's and so you know detach. Oh yeah, awesome. I love I love what you're wearing, but yeah. like doing that in your everyday life it's like be, like I said congruency authenticity right? on that page yeah. in your real life across the platform that's what people see and they resonate they're like this guy's genuine it's not yeah. like he's just putting on this persona on his page but yeah. when I see him in real life he's a, he's a dick yeah 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 so that's, that's probably something that yeah keeping that in mind and, and being able to paint that same image across all your platforms or in real life everything that's something that people and, and your following pick up on very very uh, strongly as yeah, well yeah yeah you're really good with that um i noticed that yeah you're really genuine you're authentic mm. with uh, with your messages and stuff and yeah people are definitely commenting they're engaging yeah. your content and stuff so yeah so that would be like the tip right just to be genuine genuine be, authentic, be authentic and just uh yeah be congruent across yeah. everything and, and okay and just, how many, what about posting how many times do you post just consistency as yeah, well with the posting like i'm i'm probably just because of my schedule at the moment my um, feed posts are not you know probably as consistent as, as they need to be mm-hmm. but I'm always active in the story so it's kind of something where people can you know just check in and see what I'm up to and yeah. I think that's something on a personal level where they're like oh let's just see what's actually doing yeah, yeah. what time did he get up today and yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah, oh cool yeah. cool you know and I think that's probably something that is important to have that you know story always active people can check in oh yeah what, what are you up to today and just yeah. you know um, have it as a journey not mm-hmm. as you know, just this quote, this mad picture, me in a sweet car, mm. like so people can it's see. It's so plastic, isn't it? It's just yeah. really fake, man. Yeah, it is. And so it's like, connection oh, there, yeah. good morning, what's up guys? I'm doing this, here's yeah. my breakfast, this is what I'm doing here. Yeah. I'm doing this, I'm going through some hardship here, this is what I'm experiencing, challenge here. Yeah, you're pretty transparent, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, and it's just like that. And people, oh man, it's. Mm. I like the one that you did, Um, I think you just finished the gym, like you're probably like, you know, Kind of endorphins or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fucking get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah, okay, Sash, I'll do that. <laughs> That's good, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You probably got a lot of like good likes on that one. Yeah, too. yeah. See, but it's yeah. I, it's also like I always try and uh, mix it up a little bit as well. Not yeah, just yeah, be yeah. that screaming guy who's telling you get the fuck back to work. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Be that guy, but then also That's be like, man, look, yeah. man, like you know, this is me. I have the same problem yeah. as well. So people are like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right, so um, in terms of uh, you know motivating people and stuff, um, you also um, have a 
have an event coming up, mm. right? So it's, uh, and you also own like Push Peak, I think mm. it's a company to uh, help people with the personal development That's and right. achieve the achieve potential, right? Yeah. Um, and this event is with Jordan Belford. That's right. right. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so um, probably firstly, how did you get to know Jordan as well? Like, I think um, you were in Miami at the time or something and you were in Mastermind or yeah. how did you? How did you yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's a interesting, yeah. and it's funny because I always like like my previous story kind of you know alluded to like if I'm doing something I'll go really fast with it, mm. you know like I, I flipped around pretty Love quickly that, yeah. in an eighteen month period I've done this I bought you know several properties but fast fast fast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this this whole uh, you know event and everything with Jordan is, is a complete yeah illustration of that as well. So mm. what it was like end of March this year I I was looking to to learn some new sales material, sharpen up my influence and my ability to sell and speak effectively to people. Yeah. And I had done some other sales training before, never really got that much value out of it. I was like, yeah, it's, it's good. I definitely take some information pieces from it, but mm. I was like, it's not that great. And picked up Jordan's book, The Way of the Wolf, yeah. his latest book, and yeah. just, I was just like, this is something else. Like this is this mm. is a completely different way of selling and communicating the whole fact of if someone says no it's like well okay we're not mm. going to go and slam them and continue you know following them it's like okay well, if they're clearly not a buyer let's mm. we're not going to pursue them like all these little different things and then the the human psychology elements as well like mm. how you know the the neuro-linguistic programming and some of those things that are some people may say like hocus pocus but i believe they're kind of undeniable truths of you know human interaction yeah yeah so all those elements just really captivated me i read the book like seven times i think it was in the space of two weeks just like oh. back to back i was just mm-hmm. like, like this is insane yeah and you know i obviously started applying things into into my life and my business and things really started to click and it was working really well so okay. i was like okay i need a little bit more of this and checked out his online program uh which was like the straight, the straight line of persuasion. No, no, it was it was yeah. only his um, it was his Wolfpack one, but it's like ninety nine dollars for a oh, year, okay. and you yeah. get like daily motivation videos, and then mm. each week there's like a a Q and A training session yep. where he will do like a sp- like script building for example, okay, cool. and jumped on that, amazing tons of value, like mm. so much. I'm like, okay, well the book checks out, the online training checks out, and then I got an email from his uh sales manager now, now one of my friends as well um, in the states and he's like look but we've got a exclusive mastermind you know with jordan and limited to 10 business people and entrepreneurs okay and they were really upfront about the price of the of, of the um the weekend because yeah. i guess to filter out people who were like well that's not for me mm. and for me one of the things that i was looking to do this year particularly was really level up my circle because i, I was kind of beginning to feel as though my immediate friends and people around me were, you they're know, not really into all that stuff, right? They're not, yeah. and they're they're just like, I was a little bit of like the biggest fish in the pond thing, and I was like, I need to get around some high level people, mm-hmm. and I had been really focusing on that a lot this like you know started this year, end of last year, and I was like, all I hear from some of my friends is like, well, oh you're doing so well, like oh I love what you're doing, it's mm-hmm. like compliment compliment and it doesn't do anything for you know that continual growth it makes yeah. you complacent and comfortable so mm-hmm. i was like i need you know a bigger circle and this mm-hmm. was like presented itself and I've, I've been saying to myself well you want a bigger circle I'm like are you up for it yeah you know it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's in front of you yeah so i was like well let's do it so i committed to doing it uh, invested a considerable amount of money in in that weekend went to uh, uh, Beverly Hills it was 
in June, the start of June. So it was like end of March, April, May, June, like in the space of reading the book to going to his mastermind was eight weeks, nine weeks. Okay. So Maybe nine weeks, obviously yeah. watch the movie prior to that. You knew who he was, but yeah. literally from the moment of enjoying his book to being sitting in his house across the table from him was like eight weeks. Oh, shit. You know, and I was sitting there like, wow. What the hell is going on? Yeah. Jeez. So it's like that. So quick. So quick. Yeah. And one of the biggest questions I had for Jordan at the, at the start of the weekend, I said, look, I really want to develop my brand in Australia and um, separate myself within the Australian market as, as a leader. Mm. And he said, okay, I've got you know a few good ideas that we can we can do after this after this mastermind and we'll keep in touch. And I was like, yep, yeah, awesome, sounds good. And yeah. we kind of were talking obviously more and more, everything weekend was incredible, but like tons of value. And towards the end of the weekend, he kind of pulled me aside into one of these private rooms with his manager and he was like, look, like, I've been thinking a lot about you and I've been thinking a lot about how we can do this with you in Australia. I mm. really want to help you. I want to get behind what you're doing. This is with his manager, right? Yeah. yeah and okay. we were taught, and he said, like, um, I, I believe in what you're doing, and I mm. think um, the best way to do it was if we hold some events together. Mm. Wow. And I was just <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What, what do I do next? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, and, and as as anything I have done in the past it is like kind of say yes and figure the rest out later. I love that, I love that. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, and I was like, let's do it. You know, mm. so committed to it. And yeah, in the, in the past, what it has been now? It's June, you know, so two months again, you know, in 10 weeks I've been, you know, logistically putting together everything to do with, with these events, you know, Sydney and Melbourne, 1,200 people each yeah. venue. So yeah, okay. All right then, and um, what, what's gonna be covered in, mm. in that, um, that event yeah awesome question this is yeah. something that I'm I'm really excited to share because yeah. one I'm going to be speaking obviously I'm yeah. going to be speaking obviously I'm going to be sharing my story and my training and my material yeah. and yeah. one thing that uh, troubles me a little bit about the uh, the self-development industry and I've, I've shared this opinion with several of the people uh, in my circle at the moment is the fact of going to an event and you commit and you pay X amount of dollars to be there and to be learning material mm. and you kind of get broad material, really general, and then you get a massive hook into an upsell program. True, yeah. And for someone who's been to many events before, mm. seeing that model just done again and again and again yeah. gets really old and I kind of like, sitting in an audience and having it done two, three, four, five, six times over, you're just like... Yeah, so it's not a pitch fest, right? It's like, come on, yeah. man, really, like, oh, I'm here to learn sales, I'm here to learn business, I'm here to yeah. learn marketing. I love like, that. Can yeah. we just teach these people what they're here to learn? Mm-hmm. Obviously, different people are on different levels and there will be an offer made in a way that's just like, well, for the people who are serious about taking this further, mm-hmm. there's something additional, check it out later. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're here to give you the 100% straight line system mm. along with my complete principles and tactics that have allowed me to go from my you know $130,000 in debt to where I am now. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's the main focus of mine with this event is to create a different an atmosphere and a different learning experience for people to come and you better fucking bring your notepad. <laughs> because it's going to be jam-packed. And yeah. I'll, I'll, it's with that in mind. Like I want to create something different where it's a learning environment. It's yeah. not a pitch fest. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's it's going to be a very different spin. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, we're having a conversation about this prior to the podcast, um, mm. the importance of sales, right? 
Um, yeah. Yeah, like you can't, it's not, like a lot of people, when they think about selling, it's not about just like selling a, a car or something, it's actually selling ideas. You're That's persuading it. people to attend an event. That's right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so what advice would you give to someone who wants to be, you know, better at sales? Mm. Obviously, attend an event, but then, yes. you know, like to learn about closing and then natural projections and stuff, yeah? Definitely. Yeah. Well, number one, obviously, I would say for anyone in Australia, mm. I I resonate very very strongly with the the, the teachings that Jordan yeah. um, puts out, and I I firmly believe that his material is the best in the world. Mm-hmm. To take someone who knows nothing about sales, mm-hmm. and if you literally do nothing but follow the steps provided in his platform, yeah. you will be very competent at selling. Okay. So number one, I would say find someone that you resonate with and you click with, and their material fits with you know how you learn mm. and, and and follow it. Like yeah. honestly, just follow it because and. That's 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 probably the for me like like I said I, I you know tested a few different salespeople Dan Lock Grant Cardone mm. here and there and I was just like this is you got to resonate with the person exactly yeah, yeah. And, and so finding that person that you click with and, and also ensuring that their material is very high quality yeah that's probably a, an amazing starting point for someone looking to better their sales skills yeah and, yeah. and like for me obviously you know maybe biased around Jordan but mm. I believe that his stuff is the best I've tested yeah. a lot of different things. And from what I've seen from his material, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome, man. Cool. Absolutely. So it's all about resonating with the, the right person. And uh, and then, yeah, just, you know, if you like the quality content, just go through it. And, and obviously the results, need, results. To, need to be there. You know, yeah. if you're practicing their material, their closing strategies and yeah. nothing's working, then awesome, <laughs> get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I noticed that in, you know, in your Instagram and, and, and your social media, like you're doing a lot of fitness, mm. right? And uh, I think that's really important in terms of, you know, you need to generate the energy to, mm. to go out there and take lots of action and everything yes. and, and conquer the world. So right. um, can you give us an idea about, you know, your fitness routine and, and um, you know, some of the, the tips that you have to, to give other people to, you know, eat healthy course, and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, for me, it was, I always, even when I was younger, I thought that I was healthy. Yeah. Um, and. It wasn't until I really started doing my own research within, you know, like health itself, you know, what foods are good and, yeah. you know, what I should be eating for my genetic kind of code as well, like doing like genome testing and things like that. Yeah. It gives you the ability to really tailor you, the foods you eat and what you don't eat and mm. windows of fasting and, and things like that into, you know, your, and understand like, all right, well, I actually understand what this, how this food affects my body. Yeah. Uh, and then also, you know, the exercise part of it as well mm. is is a very big one for me because yeah. you know, I, as you know yourself, you probably train and yeah. and after the gym you feel energized, all the blood circulating, yeah, everything's yeah. moving, you feel empowered, you know. Mm-hmm. So my exercise routine at the moment is, and has been like this for a while is like I'll do my you know wake up, do my meditation, drop straight into that mm. about an hour, and then I will generally um, you know have some you know like, like supplements and nutrients. My body, and then I'll usually do about like an hour of emails, responding to back and forth communications a little bit from the previous night, just sure. getting on top of things. Okay. So that takes me, you know, from four to five a.m. kind of thing. Yeah. Most times, and then after that, I'll go straight to the gym. Yeah. And it's in a obviously I'll take some kind do you of follow program in terms of like the re- training and stuff. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I mainly um, base it around like uh, resistance movements, okay. functional movements, some body weight body weight exercises, and I do get into a yoga studio. Uh, 
to do yoga. Anymore. Not as much as I would like to, but mm. I definitely think that's a, it's a great practice and it kind of really coincides with the meditation aspect yeah. as well. You know, it's very, it's, it's amazing for your mind as well, what it can do. What about high intensity stuff? Do you do any high intensity like uh, boxing or? No, I don't, I don't do, my, in terms of like staying in shape, I would say the main thing I do is just fasting. It's fasting? Yeah. You do fasting, okay. Yeah, so yeah. like if I, if I feel myself getting a little bit out of shape or slipping a little bit, I'll just like, just won't eat for a day or two days or three days and Whoa, that's just man. whip myself back into shape pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay. And that's another thing, you know, it's, yeah. it, that's another, it goes back into that discipline and, and you being in control here, it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm not, I don't need this food. Like it's sitting right there, it smells amazing, but yeah, I don't need yeah, to yeah. eat it. And still being able to function like. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I noticed that, yeah, there's, there's a type of people who like to be motivated to push forward, right? Be motivated, but for you, you, you tend to look at obstacles and challenges and try and um, do some sort of mind technique to try and overcome it. So, mm. you know, going back to your story about you were in debt and you've gone through all that drugs and stuff like that, but you pulled yourself out of it, like that was mm. a challenge. And another one was also, you know, waking up at three o'clock in the morning, can I, can I, you know, can I beat this? Yeah. That, that, you're just really driven like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And like, um, that's like, what drives you. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. the challenge and it's the, it's the experience of doing something that somewhat to my detriment, doing things that I have no idea about yeah. and putting myself, like I've said in the past, you know, outside of my comfort zone, in over my head, in an, in an environment where I have no idea. Yeah. This event being a perfect example. I, yeah. I went from, you know, having zero knowledge about how to run an event, promote event, put people into a stadium, ticket an event, yeah, yeah, pay yeah. for a venue, like every single thing associated with it, yeah. zero knowledge two months ago to mm. now holding 2,500 people. Mm. It's just like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you tend, you, it looks like you're just thinking big. Yeah. Example. You think big and then all of a sudden, see an opportunity, you attacked it. And then, holy shit, i got to figure out how to get this to work. Well, that's the very important thing as well. It does need to be, and it can destroy people pretty quickly if they go, oh, you're cool, I'm going to try something big. Yeah. And they do nothing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, you will go bankrupt really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as long as, like, you, and then that's where, like, the discipline and having the integrity, sticking to your word, knowing that I'm the type of person that if I commit to this, Mm. I'm going to follow through with everything I fucking have. Yeah, okay. So it's like becoming that person first, then being able to commit to things way outside your comfort zone mm. with the with, with the knowing that I'm going to follow through yeah. and I'm going to deliver. You know what I mean? It's like building that first and then, all right, now I'm going to go psycho and grow like a freak by committing myself out here somewhere. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of, it's kind of how I've positioned myself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If nice. that makes sense. Nice. If there was like one piece of advice you would mm. give to someone, what would it be? Considering that all, all, everything they've been through, you know, you went through the... Uh, you know, the, the, the debt, the, the drugs, you pulled yourself out, you're organizing a big event now, you're working with Jordan Belford. Mm. Looking back, what would be the one thing, piece of advice you'd give to someone? Mm. One piece. Or many pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, um, going back to what we said about the, the Instagram and socials, things like that, mm. finding, finding your own voice and your own kind of message and it's a struggle I think for a lot of people because we like to you know if you see someone you like you try and copy them and then you become a little bit of them and then you can become a little bit of this person over here and you like what this guy posts so I think if you can become familiar with and this is why I love the meditation practice because it's in that space 
you're unimpeded by any stimulus, there's no information coming into your mind. And it's, a, it's an opportunity to become familiar with yourself. Mm. The voices in your head, everything going on in there behind the scenes that no one else is interrupting. It's you by yourself. Mm. And, and I think through that experience, and if you can take the experiences that you have, for me, through my meditation a lot, and translate that into whether it's content you produce, messaging you produce, people you interact with, mm. and formulate that into, into into your brand. Like it's, for me, that's, that's something that I see now to be really important. Having a, a, a personal brand mm. in a way that is authentically you mm. without being, you know, three other people and, and losing your own sense of self. Mm. And, and then one other thing I probably would say is to invest in yourself. Like invest in, like, 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 a, like me doing this event right now is a result of me investing in myself considerably. And, and I now see it, giving me the ability to for you know 400th of the price that I paid mm. people can come and learn what I learned from mm. Jordan you know mm. for a fraction of the price so I paid a lot of money to go one on one with him mm. and now what I've been able to do is I'm saying look guys you can come and learn what I've learned from this man for a fraction of the price mm. so people valuing themselves enough to be like this is the most important thing you know if I can invest into this vehicle I'll become someone who is super valued, you know? Mm-hmm. So it will pay off dividends when, yeah. when you invest in yourself. And it does yeah. an interesting thing as well, like me investing that amount of money in myself, not only did it give me the ability to be in proximity to Jordan and these like 10, 20, 50, 100 million dollar business people, mm-hmm. but it also does a certain thing for your own internal self-esteem. You, you mm-hmm. become a person who is worth X amount of money yeah. in one weekend. You're like, how would that person look? How would that person feel? If I was to spend 10, 20, 30 grand on myself mm. in one weekend, what, what am I gonna do with that information? Yeah. How, how am I gonna best leverage that into my business? What am I gonna actually take, you know what I mean? Mm. So you, you see things very differently when you go and spend a considerable amount on one hit, you're like... Because you value it a lot more, isn't it? Exactly. You've got skin in the game. So. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So yeah. invest in yourself and become very familiar with your own personal brand, I would, I would say, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No worries. Okay, yeah. great. All right. Well, it's a pleasure to have you That's on the show, man. Pleasure, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah no worries. Really Thanks a lot. We appreciate your time, awesome. man. Awesome. Um, so how can people get in contact with you and, um, and the events as well? How can they uh, register to the event? And of course. Get you? Yeah. Awesome. So I'm probably most active on, on Instagram, I would say. Um, so for, for probably jump over to my Instagram. It's just Sasha underscore Caraba on Instagram. So check me out on there. And um, in terms of the events, like I said, Sydney, the 9th of October, Melbourne, the 10th, and I'll look after um, all your listeners with a bit of a discount code as well. So we'll post it in in, in the comments. And um, yeah, I hope to see all you guys there. It should be an awesome show. Awesome. All right. Thanks a lot, man. We appreciate it, man. Pleasure, brother. Cheers, man. Always. Thank you. Cheers. All right. That's a wrap. Nice work. Done. Probably time to.